On this episode of Documento, I'm speaking with Beth Martins. Thank you so much for coming on, Beth. My total pleasure. Thank you. You're a business purpose and archetype coach. I'd love to talk more about the archetype section. Could you give us an idea of what that actually means and how the listeners can benefit from that idea? Absolutely. I saved my life working with archetypes. In 1999, I was diagnosed with a stage four lymphoma. And after three years of fighting for my life, everything I did didn't work. But once I dove in with archetype work, which I'll explain, I was able to discover exactly what I was dying of. I tweaked it, turned the corner and never had to look back. So that proved to me that working with archetypes was extremely powerful. And really it's that you're powerful. Archetypes are not powerful. They're just a tool. And the meaning of them, if I could just say it in one sentence, is an emotional and spiritual blueprint. And they map out the purpose of each unique individual. So just the same way that you might see two twins born in the same house to the same parents, in the same city, in the same culture, and they end up completely different. Archetypes explain why that is. And not only that, in my degree in anthropology, the first thing I learned about them was that they were pan-cultural and also crossed all the timelines. So it doesn't matter when or where you find archetypes, they are consistent. So just to use a couple of quick examples, because everybody knows this. You know, that's another thing. Don't, don't think you don't know this if you've never either even heard the word. Some people can't say the word. And, uh, you know, not a lot of people have looked into it. Some have. But, you know, you know the warrior is the warrior. You know the nurturer is the nurturer. We're going to talk about that in a, in a group that I'm hosting this just right today. Uh, you know that the lover is the lover. You know if you have alchemist in you, that, that even that just word, even if you don't know what it means, it's like, yeah, I got alchemist. I'm, I'm that magician, right? Or, or the king. That's a very big archetype in my world is the king hero. Men who are out there doing their thing and, you know, on behalf of, because the kings, they work on behalf of much more than themselves. They, you know, even this podcast that you're doing, Alejandro, it's, it's kingly, right? Because other people can access your work. Your business is kingly. You're helping people to get out there and do something that's difficult for them online. And you, you pull society forward in your actions. So those are just some examples of, of archetypes. They are universal. Every person has all the archetypes. This was Carl Jung's discovery because it is collective consciousness. We're tapped in mostly to the collective unconscious. That's what he, he, he would have said the archetypes were in the collective unconscious. And so I boldly have, have built on Carl Jung's work. This is my, it's really based on, on my own experience is our job is to awaken the archetypes and turn them from something that operate unconsciously and often to our detriment into something that can be much more of a force for good and for taking us on the hero's journey of life, which itself is archetypal. So not only do we have these elements inside of us that are like blueprints and maps for our soul to follow, but the journey of life itself is something that every single human being is, is called in a certain way. That was something that I discovered on my deathbed, that I couldn't just go on Working in my family's business at the time, I, I was a vice president when I got sick of marketing in my family's business. And 
it was out of alignment for me. It was something that I was not really meant to do, but it was something that I felt like I should do out of family loyalty, out of the need to earn a good income, out of the, you know, all the perks that come along with both working in a family business and also in that corporate world where a lot of money flows. And, you know, I, I was so far out of alignment that it made me really sick or I made myself, you know, to be, to be much more honest, I made myself sick to get out of it. And that's something now I'm, I'm really astounded for others to recognize their purpose sooner so that they don't have to call in an emergency in order to just answer their call. But the fact remains that many people, uh, that's how it happens, right? It's the car crash. I have an expression when Kings crash, so, you know, things get bad enough and, you know, whether it's the relationship that falls apart or the, um, the health scare or some kind of full stop that causes you to reflect and say, okay, who, who am I at the core level? What am I here to do on this planet? What am I called to? Then that's something that every single human being is going to face sooner or later. You mentioned different types of archetypes. Could you touch upon these archetypes and uh, just give us kind of like a preview of each of them so the listeners can get an idea of what they actually mean and how they can discover which one of them they are? Absolutely. So as I said, you are all of them. So when you're listening to this, don't listen for which one you are. Listen for where you are, right? This is a discovery in the past couple of years that that it, the journey is something that, you know, you'll, you'll be at all positions of the journey. But it, it helps to know right now at this juncture of your life, what would be the bigger shadow and the bigger gift so that when you go to work on it, you can get some instant results. That's the beauty of it. So I didn't know anything about archetypes when I first started. You know, I, I knew academically some about them, uh, but I learned enough about myself that I began to heal. I went from being a dying person to being a living person. So that's how much you can get from just even the tiniest bit of information. So the journey starts with the child archetype. Every single person walks with this archetype where you face your insecurities, you face your vulnerabilities. There's a desire to stay in denial, right? You don't want to hear your calling. You actually would prefer to just stay in the comfort zone and have a nice life if that were possible. And so this is a stage of of betrayal, actually, when you must be betrayed out of that denial in order to accept the calling. And once that's happened, it pushes you into the next stage of, of, of my journey. It's a king hero's journey or the merpreneur's journey. That's more, more my, my women, my mermaids uh, in my community. The, the rebel archetype is on the heels of a child because once you come out of denial, you're going to let yourself get up in arms about something. You're going to see the state of the world, that it's a mess, that you have to do something. You're going to let yourself get into that action state. And it's your job at that point to become a rebel with a cause, to find out what exactly is your fight to be, to be fought. That it's not enough just to be you know, railing against the machine. In fact, that, that's what was killing me of cancer, by the way. And once you discover your own exact fight on the, on the journey, it moves you into the warrior phase where you're called to build something of value and you become, uh, become, your life becomes uh, an instrument in being a champion for others. Now, the big challenges are learning to 
have discipline so that you can train and be prepared for the battles. But more than battling, it's actually about learning not to fight and how to discover within yourself that, that, um, that calm, cool, ninja-like quality, right? Where you don't have to mess up with everything that uh, triggers you along the way. I've got a cat. <laughs> I noticed it. Welcome to the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. He can wait a few minutes since we're just a, a little while. So once you pass through the warrior phase, it's the archetype I'm working in my study group with today called the nurturer, where your life really, you start to turn it over and say, my life is more about taking care of others than it is about making myself happy. Now, a really healthy nurturer knows that if you're not happy and taken care of, nobody is. So it's about creating really good boundaries. Once the good boundaries are in place, that elevates you into the next phase of the journey. I'll say elevates because you are continuously gaining energy and happiness as you go along. The second half of the journey is about the soul. It's about digging in. Once you've slayed the demons and dragons and really looked the hard stuff in the face, in the warrior phase and the nurturer phase, and then you get to develop that inner thing that is really only yours to develop. So you're out of ego, you're into soul. You start giving yourself permission in both the lover and the hedonist phase to have life the way that you want it. This is, uh, can be very much an entrepreneurial path where maybe you are going to create a business and it's really not something that's in that traditional world based on the market out there, but it's really based on who you genuinely are. And once you've slayed the demons of obsession and compulsion and addiction that can really take you down, you actually face your own death and mortality. There's a certain resurrection and the resurrection on the other side is into the royal archetype that I call the king hero. And that's when you truly become a servant of the people. You turn your life over, you face the power demons. You see what it's like to be followed and venerated and for people to listen to you and take your advice. And you take a great deal of responsibility for that rather than succumb to just wanting to have power over people and become a tyrant. And in order to really become the true king hero, you must call on the alchemist. So the alchemist is the last of the journey archetypes where you learn to take what appears in life to be a bunch of bits and pieces and parts of yourself because the archetypes can feel like that they're all these all these parts and you galvanize them you bring them together and discover the wholeness of yourself you discover that you were never in separate parts and pieces this is something that entrepreneurs i love to help them discover because they can start out feeling like they have multiple passions and all these different interests, and they trained in different ways, and they feel like a many-headed dragon that's going off in all these directions. So the alchemist is the one that pulls it together, exposes the wholeness of being, um, releases all the energy that it requires to suppress important parts of yourself. So that natural source energy floods into your being, and you can actually do magical feats just by the inner work. By taking the inner work very seriously, you can affect change in your life outside in the world. You can make action very easy and effortless. And 
all of that brings you into sage wisdom. It gives you a certain element of the trickster so that your very presence can be that transformer through for others. You start teaching through very unexpected ways like humor. And your life becomes an instrument of returning humanity back to nature. And this takes you full circle on the journey. And there you will find yourself at the beginning again with a child's archetype. And it goes on and on and on. I like the way you took us through that journey. It, it makes more sense now. What could be confusing to listeners or even myself was thinking of these archetypes as kind of a personality test where we're given one profile and this is, you know, this is who we are, right? But it, it seems like there's a sense of evolution here and it's fascinating uh, to hear all that. Beth, to close the interview, could you give us an idea of how you help people find archetypes and any projects you're currently involved in? Absolutely. So the first thing that you could do is go to my website, bethmartins.com, and you can fill out either the King Hero Archetype Quiz or the Merpreneur's Archetype Quiz. It takes just seven or 10 minutes to discover where you are on the path of purpose that you just heard. And to help you either find your purpose, if you're kind of going like, yeah, I, I know I'm here for something, but I don't know what that is. To be valued for your purpose in the case of an entrepreneurial path where you can do the thing that you're here to do for a living or to survive your purpose, because when you crash, then it can be this big mystery, like I was facing, oh my God, you know, what, what's going on here? Why did I just fall down? I, I don't know how to solve this out. Then that quiz can be uh, a little open door for you to see where you're losing your energy and also where you can capitalize on your gifts. And so in addition to that, I'm working on the book a bit right now. I've finished the entire first draft of the book and I'm editing it. It should be available in 2020. I'm already pre-selling it. So if you'd like to jump in with the journey sooner than I finish the book, what I've created in the short term is an archetype study group called Journey Plus Freedom, where you can, first of all, sign up to get the very first copies of Journey. It's, the subtitle is A Map of Archetypes to Find Lost Purpose in a Sea of Meaninglessness. Right? This is what people are suffering right now, that they get up every day and they don't know why and they're going through the motions and maybe they have kids and they make their kids their purpose, but that's really not it either. Not that they're not your purpose, just that we have something very deep to discover inside of ourselves. And so if you want to jump in and start doing that right away, these archetype study groups are so beautiful. They're online. You can do them from anywhere. People gather from all over the world to talk about the archetype and to raise the energy of the archetype. So you can sit in the beautiful soup of it and, and marinate, <laughs> just to use some strange analogies there. And people come away transformed just simply from talking about the archetype and finding it in themselves. It's a very natural thing. This stuff is all there. It's like the sculpture in the wood. It's, it's already there. It's not something to add or, or create. It's just to discover it. And so that's the, the second thing. Also, if you're interested in diving in personally, because some of this stuff is extremely personal and not really group material. If you'd like to speak to me one-on-one -on -one about it, you can apply to work with me in a Your Journey Archetype session, where all you have to do is the seven or 10 minute quiz, uh, fill out the application. If it looks like it's a good fit between us, then we can get on a Zoom or a WhatsApp call and talk one-on-one -on -one about where it is that you're specifically getting stuck in your life. 
and what could be a plan for you to get to the other side using archetype and release work. Great. Thank you so much for this interview. It was fantastic. Super great to, to talk with you this way, Alejandro. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye for now.